What's going on YouTube? Uh, welcome back. It's two days in a row. Um, so I know this is not my normally my normal cinematography video. This is just going to be a talking head video, and I'm probably going to do a couple of these. And the reason why is so that I can share these little pieces of advice, like I said in the first video, um, to help you guys out. Share a little bit of what my opinions are, what my experiences are on certain topics that you guys are requesting. So, uh, without for oh the topic. Uh, advice for youth that want to join the military. Now kick the intro. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Harborside Podcast. Just real quick, I want to pay the bills and uh, let you know that this podcast is sponsored by Core Medical Group. Core Medical Group is an HRT clinic. It's an overall clinic, but uh, those any of those symptoms that you might be uh, having, you know, not having mental clarity, fogginess, not getting a good night's sleep, you're crushing the gym, you're eating clean, you're having a little bit of fat around the waist, Things are, you're not recovering in the gym, things aren't just going the way that they used to be, it might be time to get yourself checked. So hit up Core Medical Group on Instagram, Facebook, just give them a call and uh, just get checked. Ah, welcome back. Okay, so advice for youth joining the military. Uh, first, I'm gonna talk about graduating school. So I did not graduate school. I um, left school. If you look at the video, which I never understand. So it's either over here or here, but uh, how I joined the military with a criminal record, it just made it exponentially harder. I left school after the 10th grade and got my GED, which at the time was not a problem. I was making a good amount of money and it, it really wasn't a big deal. I ended up having to go to college. Um, but it would just make it exponentially easier if you did graduate high school with a high school diploma. Um, and that saves you from having to go to college for a semester or two to get those credits to waive the GED thing. And time, money, whatnot. So it just, it's just easier. So if you're, if you're struggling, um, if you're struggling to stay in school, get a tutor, ask a friend, ask a pretty girl, ask a pretty guy, I don't know, whatever. Um, but stay in, I know it sounds like crazy, but focus on that. Focus on that because it does make your life easier later in life. Um, for someone who did drop out of high school, got my GED, uh, I am now in a master's program. So I'll have more schooling than anyone in my family has ever had. And at the time, I was like probably the biggest loser at the time. So you never know what's gonna happen, but at the end of the day, stay in school. Number two, stay out of trouble. I cannot stress this enough. I get messages and messages and messages on this thing about kids saying they want to join the Marine Corps, but they were hanging out with the wrong crowd and they made a bad decision. And, and that was true for me too. I mean, one single night, one thing that you think you're just going out and having some fun or doing something or hanging out with a certain group of people and all it takes is you and being involved in one single incident that as, as a child, as essentially as a child, as a teenager, that ruins your life for the rest of your, the rest of your life or can possibly ruin your life um, or just make it exponentially more difficult for you to do the things that you actually want to do as an adult. For instance, for me, I, I wasn't, it wasn't until I think 2007, maybe 2008, 
that was able to vote and own a gun, even though I had a TSSCI clearance and was a member of special operations and a member of SOCOM at MARSOC. And I still couldn't have a, get, buy a, get a pistol, pistol purchase firm permit and I still couldn't get my concealed carry. So I know that sometimes you, when we're young, we're, we're, you know, we don't, we don't, we're not looking towards the future. We're not looking into our twenties and our thirties and our forties. Um, but in this day and age, unfortunately, the mistakes that you make when you're a teenager, when you're in your youth can and will affect you as an adult. So don't do it. Number three, tattoos. Uh, I don't have a per I don't have a, a problem with tattoos as long as they're not some sort of uh, crazy um, hate thing or you know some sort of group that promotes something that's immoral. Um, I like the art. I like tattoos. Unfortunately, and I did a podcast on the Harbor site with Cody Alford talking about the tattoo policy. I don't agree with it. I don't agree with the policy um, as it sits. I mean, if you know if you have tattoos all over your face and whatnot, sure, but. In general, just random tattoos on your forearm, I don't really care. It's been a part of the military culture for a long time. Unfortunately, the days that we live in, um, you you really can't get in the Marine Corps. Some other branches are lightened up a little bit, um, but the Marine Corps specifically has a very high uh, policy for tattoos, and uh, you're gonna get uh, denied. So why not just wait? And, and on tattoos, at that age, you really don't even know who you are you don't really know what you like, so give it some time. Give it some time and, and, and kind of grow up and, and grow into who you're gonna become because someone, you know, the tattoos I got when I was very young don't mean anything to me. The ones I did as an adult, when I, once I was in the teams, once I got out of the Marine Corps, mean a lot to me. And uh, those, those, things, those, those are the ones that I would never change. The ones that I got when I was 18, 19 years old, I definitely would change. And uh, anyways, so, you can get them, but uh, get them once you're, you know, later in life that you're not decide to, that you're going to go want to join, you know, some special branch of the military or some special branch of the government. And then you've shot yourself in the foot because you got you uh, smuck across your neck or something. I don't know. Uh, so don't, so don't do it. Just wait, wait until you wait till you made it. Four. Okay. This is number four, convincing your parents. Uh, I get this actually a lot. And... They're like, I, it's been my lifelong dream. I want to join the military, but my parents don't think I want, don't, don't want me to. My parents didn't want me to either. I don't think any parent wants their, their daughter or son to join the military. Um, here's where it kind of gets difficult for you. Um, your parents are charged with raising you and keeping you safe up until a certain point. At that point, it's your life and you need to make the decisions for yourself for better or worse. Now, they could be right. You could join the military and completely fail. You could die. You could watch your friends die and, and be forever changed. That is your decision. You're not a victim. Uh, they didn't do anything wrong. Uh, you really didn't do anything wrong. It's just the way that it is and so for better or worse of the situation, you have to take responsibility for your actions. It's your life. Once you become a man or woman at 18, uh, they have no say. So if you're 18 years old and you wanna join the military, but my mommy doesn't let me, well, your mommy doesn't get a say anymore. And I know that's harsh to hear, but it's the truth. 
So you need to pick your life because what's going to happen is you're going to resent your family if when you're at 25 or you're at 35 or 45 and your lifelong dream was to, to serve your country and to be in the military and you didn't do it because dear old mommy was scared to lose you. You're going to resent her for a very long time because of that. And the truth is, it's your own fault for not following your own path. Again, your choice, you have to live with it for better or worse. Five, training. Okay. I get, I, we run ads. A lot of you guys that, that follow me, you know that we run ads on training. We have uh, several training protocols. We have a USMC one for, for like basic fitness and, and joining the Marine Corps that meets the PFT and the CFT guidelines, even the swim qual. And we also have a recon prep one, a Raider one, and then we have a bunch of protocols broken down. So if you, uh, if you, if you need specific work in certain things, we have those as well. So we run ads in those. And I get a lot of people, um, subpar humans is what I'll call them, that say you don't need to do this. You just need to run a lot, run till you puke, do push-ups until you puke, do, I, I can go on and on and on, um, but they're all inaccurate. You get out of this life what you put into it. So if you can do nothing, you can do absolutely nothing, go to, go to basic training, go to boot camp, and then you probably will pass. I'm not gonna lie to you. But where are you gonna be in life? Are you gonna be the number one? Um, are you gonna be like number two? Or are you gonna be middle of the road or last? Where do you wanna be? If you're gonna join the military, in my mind, I would wanna be the very, very best human being and military service member that I wanna be. Why would you join a, join a command, join a unit to where you are not striving to be the best version of yourself? So if that's the case, then why not train like someone that is trying to be the very best version of themselves? Do you think that the top NFL teams, the top Olympic athletes, the top people in any sport or any job do just run until you puke and then do push-ups until you puke and then just do some pull-ups until you puke? No, they have a team of people. They have strength conditioning coaches. They have people that are doing programming. They have people that are looking at their nutrition. They're looking at their sleep. They're looking at overall health. This job, you might not be a professional athlete, but you will be a tactical athlete. And I don't care if you're a support personnel, a grunt in special operations, flying a fucking jet. I don't care what it is. If you serve in the military or a law enforcement or first responder, you are a tactical athlete and you need to treat yourself as such. I'm not telling you to buy our programs, but definitely do some evaluation. Find a program that works for you. Don't be flying by the seat of your pants. Get someone who has the experience that's smarter than you that's gonna set you up for success, and then you give it your all. Enough on that. Six, studying for your ASVAB. I get this so much that people like don't need to, you know, what score do you need to get into recon? What score do you need to get into special operations? Whatever it may be. Um, it's anywhere from a 105 to a 115 GT score, which is your general technical score. It's not your ASFAB score, it's your general, general technical score, which is what most MOSs go off of. Yes, you need to have an ASFAB score of whatever, um, but do, you, do I think you should study for the ASFAB? Absolutely, why not? Because you can take one ASFAB test for the rest of your career and be done and have as many options as you can so my suggestion would go on 
get the app. It was a book back in the day, as fab for dummies, get the app, get the book, go to Barnes Noble, do whatever you have to do and then study that thing. Again, it goes back to like the training thing. Why would you not prepare yourself to be the best version of yourself? Okay, just apply yourself. And if you say like, I don't have the money, blah, 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 blah. Well, cut some lawns to figure it out, man. Hustle, grind, get some freaking cash legally. You know, go pack groceries, go do something. If you've got X amount of days, how much time do you spend on the Xbox or the PlayStation or how much time you spend on Netflix? Like cut that shit out, focus on your goals, what's important and invest in yourself. If $35 book is going to get you the GT score that you want to be able to do Intel, Recon, Marsoc, and you're good for the rest of your career, I would say that 35 bucks is money well spent. All right, so prepare yourself. My last piece, number seven, uh, picking the job. Now, this kind of comes into kind of a cat and mouse thing with, with it could come into like a little cat and mouse thing with recruiters, all right? Um, if you've done everything up, you've stayed out of trouble, I'm looking at my notes here, you've graduated high school, you stayed out of trouble, you don't have any tattoos, you didn't, you're not worried about your parents, you've done the training for a year and you're, you're physically prepared, you have studied for your ASVAB, you got a good score, well now you've done everything right and that you should be able to pick what's available. Um, unfortunately, you can't pick everything, depends on your timeline. If you wanna wait a year and you've got yourself a year to join, then, then yeah, you're gonna be able to pick what you want if you're qualified for it. Um, but if you're one of those people that are messaging me on, on IG saying, saying uh, you know, I wanna do this, but my, my recruiter's telling me to do this. Listen, just like your parents, your recruiter is meant to do a job to get you in the Marine Corps. At the end of the day, it's your responsibility to pick your career and move forward for better or for worse. All right. So if your recruiter's saying, I won't give you this, even though you're qualified for it, I'm going to give you this only and you, you just take it and then you're miserable. That's on you, bro. All right. So that's it. Like if that's not what you want to do, then tell them have the balls. That's this starts right here. Starts. You start being a grown up right here to tell them, no, this is what I want to do. Well, you can't do that. Well, why? What do I need to do to be able to do that? Be direct, be confident, and then take what you want. All right? So the ball is in your court. That's my advice for anyone wanting to join the military in 2020. You guys know the deal. Comment below. Give me your questions. I'll do my best to answer them all. And then uh, you guys know the deal. Like this video. Let's let's beat the YouTube algorithm, please. Like the video, share it with a friend, and uh, yeah, we'll see you tomorrow with a, a very, 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 very exciting announcement about a documentary. That's as much as I'm going to give. So tune in tomorrow for the trailer, and uh, yeah, and see what it is, and then we'll go from there. You guys know the deal: never quit, never surrender, and we always keep moving forward. See you next time. Hey, thanks for listening to the podcast here on the Harbor Site. I'm Nick Kumalatsos, and you know what to do now. Share this with a friend, share this with a kid, share this with uh, your niece, nephew, whoever it may be, and uh, make sure that they are set up for success. And then drop this in a review. Go, uh, go give this a thumbs up and a five-star rating, and uh, every little bit helps. See you guys on the next episode.